Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Liverpool versus Bayern Munich in the Champions League. Um, yes, I know it's been a while once again, hasn't it? Um, since the Bournemouth game, which I didn't do a podcast on, obviously because of the three pm televised game, the three pm three pm on a Saturday, not in it, not being televised. I didn't really have an opportunity to watch the game live. And yeah, after that game, um, it was the weekend just gone was FA Cup fixtures and obviously we were out of the FA Cup. So this gave Jurgen Klopp's players another 11-day break. So he took his squad to another one with a training camp in Marbella again. Um, whether this helps us, it, after what happened at Leicester last time, um. Again, I was a bit sceptical of a warm with a training camp If you're coming back to play in cold conditions in February Do you know what I mean? So I couldn't wrap my head around it But apparently in terms of muscle recovery It's better to play in warm weather or something like that Anyway So I was back in the Champions League again Last 16, the nitty-gritty stage, Bayern Munich. First of all, it's not a... When you think of the name Bayern Munich, they are European elites. And I think in the last four years, they've at least reached the semi-final. So they're not a joke. Um, Although this season, they've had their ups and downs... But when the tie was made originally in December that we'd be playing Bayern Munich, there was optimism because they were not the same Bayern Munich. But since that tie was made, Bayern Munich had been on a nice run and they're now in second place in the Bundesliga. So they were coming into this game with a bit of form. Um, but they were coming into the game where it's not like they can rest in the players in the league game because in previous years they would have wrapped up the Bundesliga. But... Because they have to chase down Dortmund, they can't. They have to kind of go full strength, and they had a game on Friday and then a game tonight. Whereas we didn't have any games, so does that mean fluidity will um, persist with Bayern better over us? We'll see. Oh, I'm about to tell you, um, and also, will we manage to break this hoodoo of um, coming into? a game from one with a training camp and actually win. So there was that we had to find out about. So anyways, the lineup now, Alisson in goal, left back Robertson, centre backs, um, Matip and Fabinho, right back Trent Alexander-Arnold, your midfield three, Genie, Henderson, Cater, and up front, your usual front three. Which by now I don't have to say their names. I keep saying their names, but everyone knows who they are. Right. So the first notable absentee was Van Dijk. If you remember in the Napoli game, he was suspended after tackling Insigne and got that yellow card. Um, we had Robertson, who was a yellow card away from being suspended in the second leg. So I'm going to tell you whether that affected his performance or not. And in terms of the Bayern Munich, Thomas Müller was banned from banned for two games after his 
reckless challenge against Ajax in the group stage of the Champions League. But other than that, Bayern were relatively full strength. So, yeah. So, um, obviously, European nights under the lights at Anfield. Atmosphere. Just before kick-off, electric as always. The, the, then the game starts and for the first 10 minutes, it's cagey. It's like a sparring. What are you going to do? What are we going to do? And it was kind of both teams finding their feet, so to speak. And um, yeah, that was pretty much the first 10 minutes. And then the first kind of chance-ish came from Bayern Munich where Gnabry was one-on-one with Robertson. He kind of skinned Robertson fairly easily. Um, and passed the ball. He tried to drill the ball in the box. Matip runs to clear it. No, he really runs to intercept it. But he side-foots the ball as if he's about to... Fish, like he's a Bayern Munich player. And thankfully, Allison's positioning. This ball ricochets powerfully off his chest. And the ball is cleared away from danger. So, um, that was the first noticeable hiccup. The second one was Alisson doing that trick thing again where he's holding the ball too long. If you remember in the Leicester game, after we came back from with a training camp, he done, he done that mistake and Vardy nearly punished him. This time he done it with Lewandowski and the same thing nearly happened. But this time Lewandowski got a touch on the ball. The ball fell to Coleman. Coleman's shot hit the side netting. So that was the second mistake. The third mistake I was seeing. I think Gnabry one-on-one with Robertson again. Skins Robertson again. Loops the ball in. Um, Allison's charging to catch this ball. And it's like Fabinho didn't hear the call to like clear this ball. So... It just it ended up in like a collision between both Brazilians and it was like miscommunication. So the first noticeable thing from the Van Dyke absentee is organization. Organization isn't there. No, Van. Everyone is used to Van Dyke providing instructions for the rest of the back line in defense. This time it was how do we find our feet without the commands of Van Dyke, and um. It was telling, it was more to do with how we are on the ball than off the ball. Because in the first half, we, we relatively kept Lewandowski quiet. Fabinho Matip did a good job of not allowing um, Lewandowski to have a clear-cut opportunity, so to speak. So they did their job there. But yeah, Robertson was... Robertson didn't really drive forward as much as he used to. Um... Trent would do Trent and Robertson would just yeah this the, the second part of the first half it was just like long balls from the fullbacks onto Firmino or whatever and then it's like our midfield anticipates the the second ball and then we try to create some sort of fluidity and attack from there and create a half chance or whatever so yeah that was that um in midfield Henderson was bossing it and Cater um, I'm glad he started the game because obviously he come from RB Leipzig and the familiarity of German opposition he'd be used to, and it was showing he was confident on the ball. He was he was keeping fluidity. He was taking on Bayern players even. Um, 
Yeah, and Henderson was just organising, keeping the ball ticking, winning those crucial tackles to break down any kind of buy-in attack. And yeah, um, I think the first, I think the first chance came from our first half chance. Um, how did it happen? Yeah, it was a nice, it was a diagonal ball from Henderson, which catches Hummels and Sule out. And Sule doesn't even, he's looking at Salah instead of watching the trajectory of the ball. And Salah kind of gets a foot to it, but it's like he gets a foot to it with no power sort of thing. And then the second chance now, um, who was it? I think, yeah, we had the corner. Salah whips the ball in. It's cleared. Firmino passes to Salah again. Um, no. I can't remember what happened. No, 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 I remember now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was Salah who took the corner. And then it was cleared. And then someone from a midfield passed it to Robertson. Or Firmino, one of the two. And then somebody crossed the ball in and Salah was back post. And it was like, the ball looped over David Alaba's head. But it was like, Salah was afraid of attacking the ball because of a um, collision or whatever. So he didn't really head this ball with conviction. Yeah, and then um, we had some other chances where... Naibi Keita and Mane were trying to do acrobatics and do bicycle kicks or whatever. Um, but Sadio Mane was getting getting at Kimmich a lot. He was 1v1 with Kimmich, managed to cause managed to get Kimmich booked, which means he won't be in the second leg of the game. Which means I wanted some Mane to attack um, Kimmich even more and put him on the ropes. And he was kind of doing that. Um... There was a chance again where the ball falls to Mane inside the box. He turns and he shoots and falls over. But he had enough time to like not fall over and shoot. Do you know what I mean? But he didn't pull that off. So that was more or less the first half. Yeah, it was not enough. But I felt like we had kind of enough half chances to get at Bayern Munich or even take a lead, a 1-0 lead, minimum. So yeah, second half starts now and this is where the problems arise. It's like we were playing as if we were 1 or 2-0 up. But I'm not going to criticise us too much. It's more to do with Bayern being more defensive than usual. If you watch this game, David Alaba is notorious for bombing up the pitch. He did not bomb up the pitch in Munich. Same with um, Kimmich. They were keeping conservative to that back line. And it, this made Robertson half-heartedly think, should I bomb forward or not? Which meant that Gnabry would always come at Robertson. And that was one thing um, Bayern Munich spotted, that Gnabry was able to skin Robertson. And this was Robertson was relatively uncomfortable throughout the second half as well. Whereas when Coleman would try and get at um he would try and get at Trent and Coleman is fast. He's really fast, but he doesn't have a football brain yet. Here's what I mean. When he's running at Trent, he slows himself down unintentionally. Whereas a Ribery or a Robin would keep that acceleration going and take the defender on. So this gave Trent a breather ish. But um 
when we won the ball in the second half, we were. It was sloppy. It was. It was like everything was flat. Um, the final ball again. It's like, and this is why I have to say. I have to say it that we. I missed. We missed Oxlade Chamberlain because the connection between the midfield and the final ball to link up with the final three just wasn't there. Um, I remember a, a a kind of chance where we're running, running, we're running towards Bayern's back line. I think it was Mane who makes an overlapping ball to Hen, to sorry to Robertson. Um, the ball ricochets. The defender cuts it out, but it ricochets back off Robertson. It goes across goal, and Salah kind of allows this ball to go wide when he had enough space to try and attack this ball from early and go for it. But he let the ball go wide, and then it just allowed Bayern Munich to reposition themselves. And then when we tried to create a second attack, it just wasn't there. Or there will be times when Salah's dribbling, he cuts in on his left foot. But the attack is stopped immediately. And yeah, Bayern Munich players would be used to it. Do you know why? Because Iron Robin notoriously always does the same thing. Cuts in on his left. Cuts in on his left. So they were kind of probably expecting the same thing with Salah. Um, Firmino was kind of anonymous in the second half. But understandable because of the virus thing. Um, yeah, because he was... He was uh, yesterday, he'd even trained with the squad. Today, he started but only played... He didn't complete the full 90, which I'll get into later. Um, yeah, second half, I can't remember us doing anything that was uh, threatening. Do you know what I mean? And the Anfield crowd was getting anxious. It was from, it went from buzzing to anxious again. And I was waiting for Klopp to do a sub from like the 60th minute. Because you can see what the problem is. The energy levels went down at least 5-10%, which suited Bayern Munich well. They didn't want to... They came for a nil-nil relatively. They came not. They came to not let Liverpool score, and 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 um, they were doing a reasonable good job at it in the second half. Even James Rodriguez was, instead of him, his free roam role was more defensive than attack than attack minded. If you know what I mean. But anyways, Jurgen Klopp throws the towel in, does a substitution. Um, Firmino comes off. Origi comes on. Yes, Origi. And Kato comes off and James Milner comes on. And um, not much changes, I I will not lie. It's kind of Bayern Munich being defensively better and us just not being able to figure them out. And the experience of Bayern showed and you can tell why they've made the semi-finals in the last four seasons. They are, they are experienced. So... And yeah, I I think that was it. I can't remember. Bayern Munich, I think they had pot shots with Gnabry and Rodriguez. But other than that, that was pretty much the game, you know. And yeah, it ended nil-nil. So, strange, strange game. Um, once again, we come back from warm weather training camp. Um, is that not, not, um, not in the best of ways, not coming back with a win? Um, ideally, I would have um liked a a one nil win or two nil. A lot of people into this game were thinking Liverpool will blow Bayern away two three nil. I don't know what where I don't know where this idea came from, 
Bayern, fair, I know there was a stat somewhere that showed Bayern conceded at least one goal since December. But Bayern, in, Bayern Munich in, in Europe are not to be messed around. They're no jokers. They're no jokers. Um, did we miss Van Dijk today? Not really. Fabinho and Matip kind of done a job. But they didn't really... They done a job, but it's like Bayern, Bayern was defensive-minded. So it's not like... Um, Van Dijk was key or like really essential. If anyone was essential, it would be Chamberlain because attacking wise, we just lack it. We we lacked, we lacked everything. We lack we lacked it in the second half. It was just flat. And ideally, if if you're gonna take Firmino off, I would have liked to see you put Salah central and bring on Shakiri instead. Origi's a lapdog. He chases half. He chases the ball like a headless chicken, half-heartedly. His hold-up play is atrocious, and none of the players believe in him. I remember in the 90th minute, Sadio Mane made a run. Origi, Origi made a nice run for this, to be fair. But I think Mane just didn't have the confidence to pass it to Origi because he didn't trust Origi to do a job and create a one-on-one chance. We never really created a clear-cut chance. So Bayern would be happy with that. They done they done they done a number, as you could say, on us by not creating by not allowing us to create a clear cut chance. So fair play to them. Um will Van Dyke be needed in the second leg? Absolutely, because Bayern Munich won't be playing like they did in the first leg. They're gonna go for it. And they ha- they have to go for it really. The only advantage probably is that Bayern Munich didn't have taken away goal with them, which means if we score first, it means Bayern have to score two. And we can go through on away goals 1-1, which would be nice. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty much the game. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's, it still feels like we're trying to find our rhythm. It's there and it's not there. But obviously, Bayern Munich's experience, so it's hard to criticise too much. Do you know what I mean? So... It's just it's just one of those games, really. Just the quality of Bayern. So yeah, um, individually, I'd say whoever who had their worst game for us today, um, Robertson, which is rare. I never say this. A lot of Liverpool fans never say this, but he, Gnabry, Gnabry just had him on toast, and I think the susp- the yellow card thing was on his mind a lot. I think it was reflecting in his performance. Um, who are, who deserves accolades? Kator and Henderson. Henderson. Henderson's first half, he absolutely bossed it. So no no complaints there. Um, the midfield, the the front three just didn't have enough. Mane, Mane had that chance where he span and shot. I wish that was pretty much it. But for me, no comeback from illness and Salah was. In and out the game, so, so yeah, that's the Champions League done for another three weeks. The next game now we have Manchester United away at Old Trafford, and I am shitting myself heavy for that one, for many a reason. On the Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, they look like they have resurged. There's a resurgence under Man United again. They, they, the only time they've lost was to PSG last week. And um, yesterday they beat Chelsea in the FA Cup comfortably, 2-0. Sorry had no answers. 
for Man United. So United will go into this with confidence and they will go into this wanting revenge. Because we put 30 shots past. We, we had 30 shots at Man United and beat them 3-1. And United would love nothing more than to derail our title hopes. Obviously, uh, people are saying a draw is enough, but I think personally it's a must win. As if it's a draw, it means it's in Man City's hands to win, to win the league. Whereas if we win, we're three points clear. If we draw, if we yeah, if we draw, we have to win every game until the end of the season, which I don't want. And we haven't won at Old Trafford since two thousand fourteen. So, the boy Ole gonna Ole gonna social is gonna be up for it. Paul Pogba's in form, but I believe Jurgen Klopp will come up with something, and the return of Van Dijk will ease our defense. Um, it's just about midfield battle, really. That's gonna be key. Midfield battle, and our front three have to step up and deliver. And Salah can't go anonymous against the top six team. If if. If we can pull that off and pull off in a fantastic win on Sunday, that's going to propel our momentum so high that the running will be a breeze. But until then, um, it's going to be a very difficult game. So yeah, I'm going to conclude this podcast now. Unfortunately, this is another time where I was like, I would love to, I wish I could talk about a Liverpool win. Unfortunately, I'm talking about a draw again, so which is a bit depressing. Um, yeah, so hopefully, hopefully the next time on Sunday, I talk. I'm talking about a famous Liverpool win over the scum. So yeah, thank you for listening, guys. Like, share, and subscribe. Um, and until next time, this is Liverpool reactions. Thank you.